So here we are on this journey to freedom, and we, we realize that the children of Israel who were descendants of Joseph, they were in Egypt um, because Joseph really saved Egypt from a, a deep famine. And now Joseph's descendants grew in number, and, and yet the, the Egyptians were afraid of that number and decided that their solution was to enslave the people, basically um, make them work hard on behalf of the Egyptian empire. And they, they have this level of bondage and slavery. Now, again, I don't know what you're picturing. It's not like um, they're in chains, that they, they're living there, but they are treated harshly. Uh, they don't have the same liberties as the Egyptians do, the Hebrews. Uh, the Israelites would be Hebrew people. And here it is that God saw their slavery and he saw the bondage that they were in. And he says, I see you and I want to set you free. And some of you need to hear this, that God sees the bondage that you're in and he sees you and he wants to free you. And yes, you've already gone on this journey with us so far. But you need to be reminded that God is working and walking with you and you don't need to do this alone. But here he provides these miracles, like these 10 plagues. And finally, Pharaoh says, okay, you can go with the last plague, understanding the, the, the Passover lamb, the, lamb, the lamb's blood that was put over the doorposts and realizing that's what Jesus has done for that. I love that song, Honey in the Rock, because it really understands almost that is the story of the children of Israel through the desert and the wilderness. And here we find that, that their freedom starts by the blood of the lamb. And if you have not given your life to Jesus, your freedom starts first and foremost by giving your life to Jesus, simply just asking and inviting him into your life. Lord, come into my life. I want to be free. I want to acknowledge that you are the Lord of my life. And, and acknowledging that, that our sin, which separates us from God, has been taken care of on the cross when Jesus died on the cross for us. But not only did he die, but then he three days later, he rose from the grave. He rose, and we'll celebrate that at Easter, he rose again. And, and showing that he was the one who has the ability to conquer death. And we would live forevermore with Jesus. And so then, then here we are. So now today is where we're going to picking up. And we're going to pick up in, in Exodus chapter 13 and 14, I do believe. Let me turn there. Exodus 13 and 14 is where we're going to be looking at these scriptures. And here we find that in this scripture, they have been set free. And they're going along. And then all of a sudden, we, we find here in chapter 14... It's interesting, actually, as we a little put a part of 13 first, that God says he chose to bring them a certain direction, knowing, by the way, the Red Sea was going to be their obstacle. We're going to be talking about why obstacles are actually part of God's plan in your life. I know some of you have already felt like, hey, wait a second, I got a story this week of... of Somebody's actually not in our FPU class, but is feeling an incredible conviction about the amount of debt that, that they've had. And so they're actually selling their house that it was too big for them, downsizing, paying off their debt, cutting up their credit cards. And so this past week, they, they, they got on their knees and they repented before the Lord and they cut up some credit cards and they made a determination to sell their house. And wouldn't you figure that the next day a transmission went on their car? And the person called me and said, I, they're offering me 0% financing on a credit card. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Actually, I'm going to show you a little video clip real quick um, here. If you can just, 
um, show this a little. This is what happens when we, when we get free. Watch this clip here real quick. I know some of you are feeling a little jerked around right now. <laughs> but, but, but this is your journey to freedom, okay? Um, okay, the flying, the flying bride. But in many ways, this is what happens. This is what we're feeling. is, is like we've, we've been launched into freedom and only to be pulled back. Right? We're being launched into freedom only to have another obstacle. And we're being yanked back into slavery. And I'll tell you what, this is the stage that we're in. You see, when we, did, we make a decision to be free, we have the initial jubilation, we have the initial like euphoric feeling like, I'm doing this, and you've got all kinds of courage stirring up inside of you. Some of you decided to take, um, go to celebrate recovery because you wanted to be free over a habit. And, and you have momentary tastes of freedom because you've had the courage to go after it, and you're like on that ATV, going, 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 yes, we're free, we just like, woo, and then boom, you're being pulled back. And, and as we are going on this journey, I, I already know some of you have had some setbacks. And I want to encourage you, that's okay, and it's part of the journey. But what we need to understand is don't lose hope. So anyways, what God was saying here is he's saying he's so mindful of where you're at in life. And this is why it's so important to you understand. So he said in, in chapter 13, verse 17, he says, lest the people change their minds. So he's saying, I didn't send them the way of the Philistines. He sent them the way to the Red Sea, into the desert, the direction of the Red Sea. And he said, lest the people change their minds, they see war and return to Egypt. He says, I don't want to go towards the area of the Philistines because they're going to actually have to have a war right out of the, out of the gate. And, and God is seeing the condition of what they are. They're not strong enough to endure a, a battle right out of the gate. But they are strong enough to face the challenges that are laid before them. And, and I want to let you know that, that the enemy will try to put um, obstacles in your way, but God's saying the obstacles are part of the journey because you're going to need to have faith and you're going to need to have trust in this process. You're going to have to get stronger and, and what God, I believe, is saying to us that the times that we are living in, God is giving you an opportunity to get strong because you're going to need that strength to endure greater hardship. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And I hope, I hope it's what the Lord is saying. That the times in front of us are going to require you to have greater strength and the trials are going to help you to gain that strength. So when you're feeling like you're being tugged back, realize that, that, well, this is my point number one I'm going to share with you is bondage is sticky and wants to pull you back into slavery. Bondage is sticky and it wants, remember, the enemy is real. He wants to kill, steal, destroy. So when you're on your journey to freedom, he's like, oh, you think you're going to be free. Let me yank you back. He's going to try to create discouragement. He's going to try to create this sense of failure. Like, I've, I've made a decision. Now I'm going back into debt. I made a decision to be free. I made a decision to quit smoking. Ah, oh, I've already smoked again. I made a decision to quit drinking. Oh, man, I gave in. There was something, there was a trigger that pulled me back into that again. God says, don't worry. I've got you. 
but you're going to have to keep going and you're going to have to keep going. The interesting thing about this journey also is realizing up to the Red Sea, and we're going to keep packing the stages up to the Red Sea, but do you understand going up to the Red Sea really deals with the external enemy? The things that we've given too much power over into our life. But even when you cross the Red Sea, the war is not over. The, the, the challenges are not over. On the other side of the Red Sea, God's going to give you an opportunity to deal with what's on the inside of you. Before the Red Sea is dealing with the, the external forces. So here's what's happening. So now God sends them into the direction of the Red Sea. And then this is what Pharaoh says. When the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, the mind of Pharaoh and his servants was changed towards the people. And he said, what is this that we have done that we have let uh, the Israelites go from serving us? And so then he sends his army to go after the children of Israel. Right now, if you're feeling discouragement, it's because all of hell is breaking loose to take you back into bondage. See, you've made a decision to change your ways and you made a decision to walk into freedom with the power of the, of the Holy Spirit and to pursue the things that God has for you which will give you joy and peace and liberation in your life and, and understanding that you can pursue the calling that God has for you. But then all of a sudden you realize that he is, that the enemy's just changed his mind and he's like, ah, well, maybe he really hasn't changed his mind. He's going, I'm going after him. They think they're free. Oh, no. I'm not going to let them get to the other side of that Red Sea. I'm going to go after them. And so when I feel like in this room today, the mood was a little bit somber coming into it. Maybe you're tired or maybe you're all getting, you know, saving your energy so all the energy you're going to expend at Super Bowl parties. <laughs> Can I just remind you at your Super Bowl party, maybe make sure it's Jesus only, not Jesus and at your Super Bowl parties. But here he goes, the, the, so the Pharaoh goes after them, right? And he's, he's deciding that he's going to like, you know what? I'm going to keep them in bondage. We're going after them. And this is the feeling that the Israelites had in verse 11, chapter 14, verse 11 in Exodus. It says, they said to Moses, is it because you are, there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? That's discouragement, like, it's one thing to be in slavery. At least we had our homes and at least we, you know, had each other and we had our routines and we had, even though we're in slavery, we coped through life. But on this journey to freedom, God brought them out and, and they still had some challenges. They still were realizing there's an enemy in hot pursuit of them and they got discouraged. And they turned to Moses, the very one that was helping them to set them free and, and saying, like, come on, Moses, Really? And you might be feeling that today, just saying, you know what, I made this decision. We were so pumped up two weeks ago. Yes, I'm going to get free. And then all of a sudden, now the enemy's hot in my heels, or I made some mistakes, or, or I've kind of cut, I didn't, didn't think I was as free as I was, and I was being yanked back into slavery, and I just feel like I'm being jerked around. And maybe, maybe I really can't get free. I have some good news for you, though. Faith follows the voice of hope. See, the good news is, is when we have faith, we're realizing that, that we can't be locked into fear. 
fear begins to allow us to see the circumstance in the natural or the feelings that we feel around us or the mistakes that we've had and somehow makes, it pulls us back into the sense of like, am I really going to get free? Am I really going to experience this fullness that God has for me? Or is it going to be, or faith realizes, like, wait a second, God said he's going to set me free and therefore because God said I believe it, I'm going to pursue it regardless of how I feel, regardless of my circumstances, regardless of how many times I've failed, I am going to pursue freedom relentlessly. Romans 15, 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. As you trust in him. God did not bring you out into the wilderness, into your place of freedom, even though the enemy's pursuing you to give you a place of discouragement only to be pulled back into slavery again. He didn't do that. It's a journey towards freedom, and you realize that this stage of your, of your journey means that you're pretty close still to that moment of, of bondage. And it's going to feel like that bride on that big rubber band. It's like pulling you back, pulling you back. It wants to pull you back because you've built habits around that things. You have triggers built around those things. You've given a lot of power over to those things. By the way, your brain, if you've been doing something for a while, your brain is certain wired a certain way. It's going to take time for that to be broken free from. But don't lose hope. This is why the scripture says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So maybe that's why we prayed in the spirit today. That hope would arise again in you. That hope would arise again. Don't get discouraged. Just know that this is the stage you're in. You're going to be in the rubber band stage. You're feeling like you're getting yanked back. But it's just a stage. You're going to be crossing the Red Sea in a moment, figuratively speaking. Next week, we're going to cross that stage. But I want you to not get discouraged and feel like you're going back to Egypt. You're not going there. You're not going back to slavery. Verse 13, chapter 14, it says this in Exodus. And Moses said to his people, fear not. Stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. Some of you need to just hear those words. Fear not. Fear not. The Yahweh that we sang about today, fear not. God is with you. Though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Right? The 23rd Psalm. God is with you. We know the enemy, your adversary, is, is like a seeking whom he will devour. He is like a lion seeking whom we devour. He's looking for you. You are numbered. And you're on your journey to freedom. He does not like that you are pursuing freedom. He wants to yank you back into slavery, but you are not going to be afraid. You're going to be full of hope, and you're going to get to the other side of this. And you will. I know some of you right now, it's like, I, I know you've said this, but you know how many times I've tried to get free? Do you know how many times I've tried to get free? My question is, did you try it on your own strength or did you allow the Holy Spirit to help you? Did you try to do it in a solo or did you do it in community? By the way, this is interesting that he took a whole group of people together. There's something about doing this in community that's so important. 
You can't fight the fight alone. You need to be in community. That's why our life groups are so great. That's why Celebrate Recovery is so great. You need to be doing this in community. Another slide you're going to see up there. Faith's path brings obstacles for our benefit. So here it is that the Pharaoh is pursuing them along with the army and they come face to face with the Red Sea, an obstacle that they feel cornered, like somehow, God, you actually brought us this direction that we are actually just either going to be um, put back into slavery or we're going to die. It's interesting. The obstacle was actually part of God's plan. I think sometimes we look at obstacles as like, like defeat, but in many ways an obstacle is an opportunity to see God do a miracle. He wants to do a miracle in your life. So when you look at an obstacle, don't look at defeat, look at the opportunity that God wants to do in your life. So freedom's path brings obstacles for our benefit. This is why I love James 1, 2. It says this, 2 through 7, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Anybody face a trial lately? Oh, yeah, you're, you're clapping your hands. I, I wouldn't be clapping my hands. I don't like trials, <laughs> except they are good because when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. See, it's producing something in you. Remember, we talked about the obstacles and the trials are in preparation for the greater challenges that you're going to have because guess what? When you cross the Red Sea, you were moving from the external to the internal and, and talking about the internal stuff. The reason why we gave away our power to substances and these th types of things is because something was going on in here that was disordered. And even though we're tackling these external things, these external forces right now that are taking away our freedom, at some point in time, it's going to turn inward and that's a little bit of a harder journey. I know some of you are like, maybe I need to stop coming to church now. <laughs> this is, I don't want hard. I just want to be encouraged. But I want to let you know, this is the encouragement and this is the journey towards freedom, towards your promised land. Because it's going to, testing your faith, produce steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Turn to your neighbor and say, you lack nothing. <laughs> you lack nothing. And that is going to be the process that you will come to this place that, that you are complete. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're complete. Not you complete me. Not you complete me. No, no. <laughs> you're complete. <clears throat> Freedom's path brings obstacles for our benefit. So here they are at the Red Sea, feeling discouraged, feeling cornered in, and I know some of you feel discouraged, feeling a little cornered in, but here we go. The obstacle becomes the opportunity. The obstacle becomes the opportunity. Exodus 14, 26 says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, and the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. The interesting thing is when God performs this miracle, this specific miracle on your journey, which is going to be part of your journey, 
that, that when, first of all, you have to realize that, that Moses had to act in obedience. Like I believe that the God spoke. I, I don't often, I don't think I've ever done that where I've actually prayed in my spiritual language in front of you guys. But I was sitting there and the Lord said, you need to do this. I don't know what took place in the spirit, but I know that when you act in obedience, God breaks things free. He removes obstacles in people's lives. And here it is, Moses responding to what God asked him to do, prays and and puts out his hands over the sea and the waters came back. The interesting thing that, that as he put his staff on, on that waters and it separated and the Israelites were able to go on dry land, saved. God, God made a way in the wilderness for them that, that as much as the enemy was coming against them and they felt like they were discouraged, like there's no opportunity, no possibility, the seas parted and they walked through on dry land. And here's the interesting thing. Talking about trust. Trust opens the mouth of destruction of our enemy. When we trust, when we are obedient to what God says and we trust that, all of a sudden there is a, there's a parting of something that actually becomes like a, an opportunity of the mouth opens up and, and as we walk through, the enemy will pursue you. But guess what? God does the miraculous thing. And as the children of Israel went through it and the Egyptians were following, God closed the mouth of that sea and they, the waters actually flooded over them and destroyed the Egyptians. So dramatic, John. So dramatic. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Because the enemy was destroyed. And do you realize that, that, but here's the thing. There's a couple, two things. If you're going to be taking notes today, if you get your phones, write this down. You're going to see it on your screen. You need to know this, that freedom's path demands faith, over fear and trust over doubt. Faith over fear. Now, I, I know you, you can feel like you're, you're failing. You can feel like the enemy's on your heels. You tried before. Keep your faith intact. Keep your faith intact. And I know when you're facing the obstacle, you, you can have this doubt like, am, am I going to be able to make it? Am I going to be able to do this? Are we actually going to do this? And doubt rises there and you have to say, no, 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 trust over doubt. Here's another interesting thing. You're going to see this slide. Faith believes it can be done. Trust believes in the one who can do it. Faith believes it can be done. You're facing the obstacle and you know that God can move mountains. You know that God can make it happen. You know that God is all powerful and so willing that's where your faith needs to say, hi, God, you can do it. But you also need trust to realize it's like my faith, okay, not just faith in the, in the possibility or faith in the, like, let's move mountains, let's look at the mountains, say to the mountain, jump into the, into the lake and it moves. And No, but, but you have to have trust, trust in the one who can actually do the work. Remember we said that it's the power of the Holy Spirit that will actually do the work in and through you. So you need to have high faith. You need to have high trust. 
trust in the one that when you're facing that obstacle, Jesus is there with you. Jesus is there with you through the power of the Holy Spirit. On the back side of going through the water, the Red Sea, they were probably looking back and saying, God, why did we doubt you? Why, why were our attitudes and such like, oh, God, Jesus, bring us out here. Most Jesus, bring us out here so we would just die like we'd rather be in Egypt. But their, their eyes were on the external enemy, the Egyptians, the one who held them captive, the one that they gave too much power over. And in this journey, you'll have realized that, that at this point, because your faith is high and your trust is high, you're going to move the mountain, the obstacle that lies before you this week. And you're going to press through and you're going to get through the other side of the sea. But your journey is not done. And I know it's just like, well, I just wanted to feel good message and then like we're done, right? We're done. Next week, we're now going to have to start working on the inside stuff which I have to tell you is a little bit harder work than what we've journeyed so far. But the good news is God is faithful and he's trustworthy and he is capable to do all the things that he said he can do in your life. And he sees you and he knows the circumstance that you're going through and he has a great plan for you. And he wants to prosper you. And I know it can feel frightening and I know it can feel hard and I know it can feel like you're a failure sometimes because the grip that the enemy has had on you and me has been tight. But he's going to let us free. He's going to set us free. So freedom's path demands faith over fear. So when fear starts to raise its ugly head, <laughs> say, no, 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 faith. I still have hope. I still believe in, in the one who's able. But then you begin to go from faith to say, my trust is high as well because Jesus is able. He already defeated the enemy on the cross. He already won the battle. So I'm going to choose to put my trust in him. When I see my doubt starts to waver, I'm going to say, no, 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 doubt put you back in your proper place. I'm going to rise up with trust. Fear, I'm going to put you back in my proper place. I'm going to stay high in my faith because faith believes it can be done. Trust believes in the one who can do it. Let's pray. Father, I just would ask that as each one of us is on this journey to freedom, that we would begin to realize that, that God, these obstacles are, are an opportunity to, an opportunity to allow us to trust in you who wants to part the Red Sea. Father, I just ask that you would part the obstacle for every person in this congregation today. 
For every person sitting here today where fear and doubt might be coming into their minds, Lord Jesus, I just pray that, that you would remove that from, from them, that remove that fear, remove that doubt, Father, that their faith would rise and that, that their trust and hope would rise. We know that when we conquer, when you conquer the, the enemy, the external enemies, as we go through the Red Sea, Lord Jesus, you, you allow the waters to, to flood over our enemy. And no longer will we face the external enemy. Now we'll have to face the internal enemy. So Father, I just pray that you would do a great work. Let us not get discouraged. Let hope arise. And everybody said, amen. Thank you so much for watching us online. We're so glad that you joined us. We trust that Jesus has spoken to your heart and you've been challenged by his word. If you'd like to know more information about Grace Capital Church, please visit us at gccnh.com. We'll see you next time.